Hi all, this is TK and you're listening to the podcast RVE for the HSP. RVE is RV Empath, me, HSP, Highly Sensitive Person. Welcome. It is October 12th, 2020, and there's a lot of energy going on, as I like to say. This morning has been pretty healing for me. It's been pretty intense, though, in terms of emotion. So when I say there's a lot of energy out there, that can be translated into emotion, how we feel. And so it's important that we we be conscious of the extra energy and channel it into emotions that we want to feel. Voila. There you go. Podcast over. <laughs> uh, but yeah, let's keep that in mind as we move forward every day in discovering and trying out new ways of being able to be calm and balanced. As far as I could tell, that is certainly one of the best lifelines through the year of change and transformation that is 2020, folks, peeps. Now, to go back to the uh, lot of emotion today, I've been crying a lot personally, which is not too common. I don't cry very often. And today on two separate times, like two separate occasions, I started crying and it was healing. It's a good kind of cry. The sort of cry where it's just stuff being released, I think. So there's a big time of you know, endings and beginnings, releasing things, ending and finishing out karmic cycles in our own lives. Remember, it's about clearing up our muck and yuck, peeps. And um, so it's figuring out the best way to do that. And the interesting thing is, each of us has it. We all have our muck and yuck. Uh, There's a lot of pain and drama and trauma in life for sure and it's up to us to figure out the best way through it and how to heal it and the best way to feel feel things and heal ourselves so that we can live our best lives because I have lived a miserable life and I'm telling you (laughs) the my life now and the way I feel and the way I live within, you know, my life and move forward is far better than anything I've lived through in the past. And so there you go. It's possible. It is possible. I mean, don't listen to just me. Bunches, loads of people out there can tell you the same thing that I'm telling you, which, as far as I'm concerned, is pretty much common sense. It's, it's a bit of an RV duh moment. But yeah, when you start healing yourself, and when you start feeling better, your life feels better in general, and your life 
is better for real. (laughs) Not just how you feel about it, but I mean, there are actual things that you can point to physical, you know, situations and things in your life that that are demonstrably better on all levels. So yeah, it makes sense. You know, how you think how you feel affects your actions, and that affects your very life. So when you choose healthier um, and happier ways of being and feeling, which starts with being calm, peeps. See, that's the thing. It's not to aim for, you know, happiness necessarily, because that's elusive. It's to aim for being calm and balanced within. And when you're there, then, then it's easy to kind of figure out how to feel happy. Then that, at least for me, that is the gateway through feeling happy. So it's not to say that you can't reach the goal of happiness just by, you know, aiming for it that way. I mean, possibly that's one way to to do it, right? There are different, I'm not saying that my way is the only way, but for me and people who, you know, resonate with my viewpoints, um, doing the path of being calm and balanced and um, yeah, going to that inner place of peace is the way to uh, a best life. Absolutely. And I also just want to say it that I'm not um, saying to, I don't know what I'm, I don't even know what I'm saying anymore, except perhaps I'm going to switch to the um, astrology portion of the podcast. I seem to be babbling a little bit. It's just that it's a process to really get to that inner place of sanctuary within. It can take time and effort to develop it. But the thing is, as we develop it, we're always better off than how we were. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I remember when I first started meditating and trying to calm my mind and clear out my thoughts, there would be times when it would just be the briefest of milliseconds where I would be blank. And that is an achievement because one second, it's so funny to think of this, but one second can actually be like a really long time. Um, in a mind warpy sort of sort of uh, way of looking at it. <sighs> I do get philosophical, don't I? As far as I'm concerned, you can take any subject and like get into it deep. You know what I'm saying? It runs the gamut when it comes to different levels of things, um, when it comes to different types of things. I mean, I remember saying way back in the day in a podcast, I was comparing the, all the different types of trees 
So you have a one word, trees, you know, one subject, and it is so complex. So everything in life is simple and complex. <laughs> Just like right now, astrologically, we are experiencing energies of slowing down and speeding up at the same time. Because <laughs> there's a lot of energy. Mars is in retrograde, right? So it's like go, go, go. But at the same time, we're still in this worldwide pandemic there's, and other stuff I could point to, certainly, that's keeping us, um, you know, kind of in a retreat mode where some people are um, experiencing more time to do different things. You know what I'm saying? Life is, look, <laughs> life's changing on whatever level for everyone. Everyone's life has been disrupted in some way, shape or form. So we're slowing down. And we are um, adapting to you know, whatever. But certainly, people's lives aren't, it seems as though, you know, on the worldwide level, things kind of ground to a halt there for a while. I mean, you don't need me to point that out. <laughs> The whole uh, coronavirus pandemic was just, it gave people and everything the opportunity to just kind of um, figure things out, go within. Who am I? Who do I want to be? How do I want to live? How do I want to feel? So these are good questions. All right, I could babble all day, but we are near the 10 minute mark, so I will switch to astrology. I hope that was helpful to someone. I was a bit all over the place in terms of that beginning talk, but there you go. So, October 12th. All right, there are a couple of sextiles happening, which are positive aspects in which we can use our natural talents and learned skills in some sort of beneficial way. There's one going on between Jupiter and Neptune retrograde. Jupiter's in Capricorn. Neptune retrograde is in Pisces. Neptune rules Pisces, so it is a strong position. And Neptune retrograde is an inner experience, and that can be about our spirituality, our connection to God, universal energy, God being shorthand for good. Uh, it can be about finishing out energetic cycles karmically. It can be about addictions and different ways in which we numb out and and um, so that is something to be aware of you know we all need to relax uh, in whatever way we we can it's just important to pick healthy ways comedy um, uh, gosh what are different looking at pictures of nature <laughs> gardening um, being, yeah, being out in nature is a good thing. What else? Entertainment, but like the right kind of entertainment, because there's stuff that will help you feel inspired and good and positive, And then there's stuff that can freak you out. So you got to really be conscious of that. Relaxing, um, laughing, music, art, uh, energy work stuff. 
uh, creativity in general, writing, um, you know, so yeah, anyway, that's enough. That's a good amount to start with. There's more, of course. So speaking of all that, like what we can do to relax in healthy ways, this helps figure that out. This next sextile, which is Mercury in Scorpio with Venus in Virgo. So Venus is all about the arts, creativity, um, beauty, uh, our money, our morals, our values, but also relationships, um, balance, harmony, beautiful stuff. Mercury is our mind, how we communicate, how we use our minds, what we learn, what we digest and spit back out into the world. That's in Scorpio, Scorpio's transformation, endings, beginnings, our shadow side stuff. So it's important to really focus on the transformation aspect of Scorpio and the Phoenix rising from the ashes because we're all transforming. Let's just make sure we're, you know, transforming uh, for our highest good <laughs> and the highest good of all. Most benevolent outcome for ourselves and all peeps. All right. Um, over the weekend, let's look back. The sun was square Jupiter yesterday. But, you know, Jupe's there. So <laughs> that's big boy good luck planet. It can't get too far twisted. So, uh, but there was the Mars retrograde square Pluto. That happened a few days ago that was a biggie so we're still kind of feeling that but as long as you take some sort of action when it comes to moving forward with a goal some sort of transformation now moving forward with a goal that can mean remember Mars is retrograde that can mean something on the inner that can mean learning a new piece of information um, making plans, you know, moving for forward, that phrase, it does not necessarily mean like um, literal movement, as in um, go moving from place to place or taking actual action steps. But it can. I'm just saying it, I just I think it's important to be reminded that all this action and moving forward and talking about traveling and this and that it can be moving to a different place within um, as well okay anyway so both of these okay what am I trying to say just be more aware that that square is still happening and work <laughs> work on healing shadow side stuff so then there's Venus trine Uranus retrograde. That happened a couple days ago. That's huge. And that is Uranus is the planet of enlightenment, peeps. It's retrograde. There you go. Inner experience. We could be popping off with all kinds of interesting creative ideas. So write, make sure you're writing them down. Okay, tomorrow we have the sun opposite Mars retrograde. Hello. So, um, uh, opposites are frustrating 
sort of push and pull energies but let's let me take a look at what's going on do, do, do. wow um i mean what i'm looking at now is i'm looking at the uh, the overall pictures of the different aspects happening okay so with this sun opposite Mars happening tomorrow it's forming a t-square which I wasn't aware of but it's forming a t-square with the big boys in Capricorn so it's good that I'm looking at this to let you know because t-squares are extra stressful <laughs> I mean it's just that additional stressful element so the Sun is forming a square with um, the Capricorn stellium and the Mars retrograde is still forming that square energy that lasts a little bit that's the what I was just um, talking about the the Mars Pluto square that happened that energy is still lingering and remember it's not just Mars Pluto it's Mars Pluto Saturn and Jupiter because they all are in a stellium together and they're all sharing energy. So the T-square, these two squares from Mars and the Sun are pointing at um, the stellium, the Capricorn stellium. And there's the opposition between the Mars and the Sun as well. Now, the remedy for T-square is the opposite point in the chart which is in cancer we should be focusing as best we can on cancer type stuff the how you know which I will go through in a moment cancer sign type stuff and house and that helps relieve the stress of the t-square is what I am trying to say so cancer sign type stuff you can google it and come with up with more yourself but it's a more quiet sign um, having a lot to do with the home home family memories um, inner world sense of security so it is a good time to go within and focus on whatever strengthens us in terms of feeling good about our homes and who we are our roots uh, our family and make sure our inner world that we're feeling you know as secure as possible and sometimes that is as simple as working on meditation getting calm within knowing there is an answer okay that's that's really important to the problems that we're facing there is an answer but it's up to us to do authentic research look into it take action you know find resources they're there okay and um, yeah so look more into that yourself peeps if you like the sign of cancer the fourth house and see what you can do to help alleviate this stress of this t-square that's we are already feeling and the opposition will be exact tomorrow we'll talk more about it then let's move to the guidance cards do, do, do. All right, I did want to say that 
we are in this time where we're dealing with all sorts of issues having to do with the mind. So again, oftentimes with the cards, I get the information and guidance to um, uh, encourage going within and meditating. I keep going back. Look, this whole this whole uh, podcast has been a get meditate, 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 which is its own thing. It just simply means clearing and calming the mind. That can be done with conscious breathing. That can be done with different uh, different things. So let's find what works for us. And I'm no great. Uh, this is for me as much as it is for you. I'm no great meditator myself. I need to do it more often. But I do clear out my mind in different ways um, several times through the day. Uh, but I would like to kind of set an alarm for a few minutes and do the traditional form of meditation, which is sitting and breathing and and clearing out the mind, which is <laughs> which can be achieved through different ways. It's so like, uh, again, everything you take one subject and there's so many parts to it, so many layers but with meditation, some people achieve a clearing of the mind through saying Om, you know, chanting. Some people achieve it through listening to uh, music. Some people achieve it through uh, focusing on their breathing and their breath. Others through just uh, clearing out the mind and doing mental kind of imagery. When thoughts come up, there's different ways to disperse the thoughts see even that has different ways how do I clear you know what techniques what imagery do I use to clear out my head it runs the gamut I've heard of like balloons um, you know putting a thought balloon around your thought and then having it float away and all kinds of different things I don't know personally I picture wind going through my mind as I breathe and sort of blowing the thoughts out that is me but that could work for others as well so might as well put it out there okay I am now going to focus on the guidance cards and I'm now going to bless and ground the cards and energy for the highest good of all most benevolent outcome for all I encourage you to do calm mind um, whatever whatever along with me or conscious breathing what have you just chill out for a sec and I will be back shortly. Thank you. Okay, I'm back. So, uh, that whole quiet part seems to be getting longer. I'm not sure what to do about that. <laughs> oh, the first card to flip over is number two in the Major Arcana, the High Priestess in the Osho Zen Tarot. 
This card is titled The Inner Voice. Not the, just inner voice. And it's a beautiful card. Very meditative. And the High Priestess, talk about meditative, my word. That an inner voice. So this is a connection with your higher self, with divine energy, God, universal energy. Um, whether you're more specifically religious or generally spiritual, uh, it's beautiful. So there's dolphins on this card, water imagery, blooming imagery, crystals, the moon, meditative faces, two med meditative faces, it, healing light and beautiful energy light love <laughs> and the highest good for all peeps it's beautiful so yeah focus on that developing our um oh gosh it's exactly what i was talking about, like inner sanctuary within place of healing connecting with god god is god is good you know that expression god is good god is good I hope people still remember what good is. Sometimes I get worried about that. Do people even still know what good is? I hope so, peeps. I like to think so. All right. The Nine of Pentacles flipped out now. Ripeness. Nine of Pentacles is a card of independence and prosperity and abundance. It's really being in a good place within when it comes to home, health, happiness, hearth, talk about home that's pentacles is all about home peeps so there are cards underneath it that i'm feeling called to it was one of those things where it came out near the the front of a new shuffle there's more cards than usual but i'm feeling called to take it so i will so when it comes to this inner voice ripeness so this beautiful energy of calm balance, um, compassion, health, happiness, love, you know, good, good life. How we get there is going through 10 of wands, um, which is a closing. It's an ending. It's titled suppression. 10 of wands is also known I think as the wounded warrior but it is or that might be nine of wands at any rate you know don't give up <laughs> nine of wands message is don't give up to get to the ten of wands ten of wands is really being tired very tired I know I've been tired I'm so tired of feeling crappy I'm tired of feeling scared you know, I'm tired of these being in these more negative mind spaces so much so that I just refuse to entertain it anymore. I'm tired of it. You know, we're all getting to, <laughs> you, it's important to get to a place in one's life where it's just like, I'm not dealing with that anymore. I'm tired of it. I'm over it. I refuse, refuse. And that is where I'm at when it comes to living my best life peeps. You know what I mean? So this is, I am tired of it energy, okay? 
of whatever it is in our lives. Keep working. This is hard work. This is exhaustion that comes with hard work, but it's worth it because it's a 10 and it's closing something out, peeps. And remember, we can unbind ourselves. We have the answers within. We can get ourselves out of the hole. That's important to remember. Now, the next card is healing. King of Cups. This is a beautiful card. How do we get ourselves out of the hole and through suppression and oppression and repression and exhaustion? Through healing. Okay? Underneath that is Two of Cups. Friendliness. Through friendliness. Connection. Nine of Wands. Isn't it? So the Nine of Wands is here. That's so funny. Uh, nine of Wands. Don't give up. As we deal with the exhaustion. That's titled exhaustion. I didn't know that. Consciously. Ha. Huh. Underneath that is the star. Silence. This is another meditative card. But it's a beautiful card of blessings. And. Uh, you know. Um, new beginnings. Hope. Uh, wish being granted. It's beautiful. Oh underneath that is. Um, the magician existence the magician is a card that reminds us exactly how much power we have when it comes to living our best lives because it's it comes from within peeps remember that so how we think and feel determine our actions which determines our very lives it goes deeper than that, but in a most basic way, the magician kind of reminds me of how we, um, how we design and live our own lives on the daily. So this is beautiful. Um, look for the blessings. Keep going when we are tired. Rest when necessary. Absolutely. Rest is something we should be doing every day. Sometimes for days at a time. You might not want to do anything except like rest and recuperate. And that is okay. You, that's important to do through times of change. Okay. And then remember connection. Connecting with people. Two of Cups. That's a very romantic card. But it can, it can also just mean um, friends. And... Uh, relationships also with ourself our inner child our higher self you know going within there's an inner self to us peeps um, so connecting with ourselves again maybe on a level that we haven't since we were young you know what I mean ten of wands getting through it getting through you know remember not to get too overburdened with stuff we have to be very choosy about what we choose to take on in our lives and what we're dealing with at the moment healing king of cups you know as as we continue our healing um, toward nine of pentacles which is uh, ripeness that is divine timing being patient as we go through this whole process knowing that things have to kind of ripen on the vine before before they come through it's the same thing with plans projects ideas there's kind of like a whole timing to it but 
doing what we can to cultivate our own inner gardens. You know, they say the mind, there's this whole thing, that phrase, which I love, the mind, um, your mind is a garden, your thoughts are the seeds. Do you grow, grow flowers or do you grow weeds? Something like that. Uh, you can look it up. I don't know uh, who the writer is of that particular quote. The interesting thing is, though, as I say it now, I think to myself, well, weeds are pretty useful, though. Weeds aren't necessarily a bad thing. Can't they be cultivated, like, you know, medicinally and stuff? I think they can. I don't know too much about um, that sort of thing. But like a dandelion is considered a weed, isn't it? But I think you can eat dandelion leaves in salads. And I think they offer like a lot of, I don't know, magnesium or something, some sort of vitamin, maybe vitamin D even. Remember to get your vitamin D now. Add drops to your water if you have to. Um, go out in the sun Google the best way to go about doing it because I, it's, I heard or I read it's for a short time, 10 to 20 minutes. And I think during the um, noon hour of the day, kind of like midday is the best time to get some sun, you know, soak up the sun um, vitamin D. But Google it, take it upon yourself to look more into it, research it peeps. But that's something for us all to be aware of too, since more people are not going out as much. Now, the last card I want to recap again is this High Priestess inner voice. It all comes back to the going within peeps and praying, connecting with God, universal energy, God being shorthand for good. Don't forget that. That's super important. Oh, gosh, it just keeps going. Now the king of pentacles flipped over abundance. Not that I should complain. I'm like, oh, another card. Well, it's a great card. Um, King of Pentacles is, again, you know, it's um, being in charge on different levels in different ways when it comes to home, health, happiness, finances, abundance, prosperity. It's, uh, you know, it's a great feeling. Okay, I think I might be ending. Oh, and there's cards underneath it as well, which I haven't checked out yet oh my gosh it's a lot but I'm feeling kind of okay let me check something okay so I'm gonna just go th I'm not dwelling on these cards okay because it would take too long to go through each and every one but under the king of abundance right how do you get there remember to focus on happy home uh, it's the Four of Wands, celebrating milestones, Ace of Pentacles, maturity. As we get more mature, look, being it's important to be emotionally mature. Being mature is being able, able to handle your shit. And that means when you're angry, that means not having temper tantrums. The card underneath it is Mind, um, Page of Swords. But in the Osho Zen, it features that kind of being with all the gears in, in its head and smokestacks coming out of the mind with all this like dirty air. So clearing our minds, d putting an air purifier up there, peeps, so that we're not like thinking and putting out all this like gross muck and yuck energy. Um, 
that's what maturity is. The, the dream, six of cups, that is a beautiful, sweet, innocent, like kind of childlike energy. And we could um, be connecting more with people from our past or, you know, um, many say it like has soulmate energy to it. I don't know. Six of cups is kind of just very, um, it's a pure energy, which is important to connect with all through our life having some um, quality of innocence within being able to experience that queen of wands sharing queen of wands is very gregarious and social confident compassionate beautiful nine of cups nine of cups is wish fulfillment it's titled laziness in osho zen but um but really, I think that comes from the laziness of like good stuff happening, <laughs> not forgetting to get off our butts and keep working. Um, Six of Pentacles and remembering to give as we receive, you know, be, be giving to others. Uh, it's a good place to be in when we can give to others. And if we are on the receiving end, that's okay too. Just remember to give when you're able when we're able okay balance and um, temperance is the card after that integration integrating all this new stuff as we experience our tower moments thunderbolt the thunderbolt moments in our lives now the eight of swords card reversed showed up which is always I've been keeping it reversed in the deck purposefully because that kind of tells me um, it it tells me to s that the reading is nearing a close because once we get to a place where eight of swords is reversed in our lives that's a good thing <laughs> so I keep it there to kind of like sh you know I I interpret the cards around it I use it in different ways um, but we all want eight of swords reversed that is turning the ways in which we bind ourselves and that we have we encounter our own sort of inner prisons that's turning it on its head turning it around peeps that is freeing ourselves on the inner in many ways the card the final card underneath it is queen of cups receptivity being open to receive the healing if we're not open to receive things forget about it how can anything come through? It can't. Duh. <laughs> We've had two, at least two duh moments in this podcast. That's an RV empath duh moment right there, peeps. So look, these are beautiful cards. This is good advice. This is how we experience our own king of pentacles through being open to receive and the healing uh, didn't we have king of cups yeah in the original uh, cards that came out before this pack of, before this new draw but anyway um, yes we have divine counterparts as well and uh, but yeah working with the tower moments developing like patience and balance through it all giving as we receive being open for the wish fulfillment 
sharing with others, um, taking care of our inner child, clearing up our thoughts and our mind as we bloom into different mature ways and celebrate uh, our happy homes, our milestones in life. There are things in life still worth celebrating, peeps. It's important that we do that. As we get centered in our inner voice and and healing and looking for new ways to be independent and to financially su- support ourselves. Rest when we're tired, connect, don't give up, look for the blessings and and magician, connect with God, universal energy as we as we live our lives and live our best lives as best we can. Oh, wow. Okay. Cool. No more cards. Bottom of the deck is nothingness. (laughs) The Hierophant. The Hierophant can be, uh, you know, getting more deep into our spirituality and and religion or schooling as well. Uh, It can be marriage. It's titled nothingness, though, which always reminds me of having like a clear mind because the card itself is is blank. There's there's nothing on the... uh, the Hierophant card, the number five major arcana in the Osho Zen deck. It's it's black and clear, kind of like it reminds me of, um, you know, the the back of our eyelids when we close our eyes to meditate. So clear, you know, it's the uh, potential. Wow. Okay, with that, I'm summing up. And I want to thank you for all that you are and do. Uh, Look up Affirmation Bear, Astrology Bear on Alexa through Amazon. Look up the different writings that I have on my website. You can get there, rvempath.com. There's free downloadable pamphlets and stuff on the bottom of the main page. What else? I guess that's it for now. RV Empath on Insta. As always, I send you all my best. I send you love and peace and wish you to be safe and well. Thanks so much. Mwah.